What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related on today's episode. We talk about injuries to Jack Sanborn, which now has placed him on the IR. He's going to miss the rest of the season, what that could mean for his future here with the Chicago Bears. We're also going to talk about Chevin Jenkins, his injury, Justin Fields, and identifying the zone defense and what he said in those coverages. And then lastly, we're going to talk about what caliber of free agents is, is Ryan Poe going to be able to attract to the Chicago Bears next offseason. We'll get into all that plus some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So first up, we got to talk about injury. One of the players that we have literally been hyping up since the second preseason game here at Chicago Bears Central has been rookie Jack Sanborn. And the way that he stepped up since the trade of Roquan Smith has been huge. Being second in the NFL in tackles in that time since he took over as the starter. Well, we got a a, a bit of a a bad news when it came to him. He's going to be placed on the IR with an ankle injury. He's going to miss the rest of the season. And that brings about the question of this is, what does that mean for the future of Jack Sanborn? An undrafted rookie who's come in and completely dazzled. I've been on record here, me and Bobby NC Dub, that we think that he deserves every chance to, to get that and keep on to that starting linebacker position, even with hopeful upgrades coming to that front seven for the Chicago Bears. Now, there have been some Bears fans that haven't been as dazzled by Jack Sanborn, and that's understandably so, but I look at Jack Sanborn, and one of the things you cannot teach in sports is instincts. And Jack Sanborns just has the instincts of a playmaking linebacker. And I, I for one, am really excited to see what he looks like with an improved defensive line and maybe improved linebackers around him. Growth of the secondary that we already have here on the Chicago Bears team. You guys know, I am very high on Jack Sanborn. And sometimes I do try to separate that from being able to objectively evaluate what his future could like look like here on the Chicago Bears team. But the way that I see it and the way that I look at it is that he has not only performed in a way that you wouldn't expect an undrafted rookie to perform, but I also look at it in the sense that he has performed in a way that one of the veteran linebackers in Roquan Smith, he stepped into that position and gave the same, if not in some ways, better performances than Roquan did at that position. And considering the money that Roquan went, which was kind of the lead to discontent and why he is no longer on the Chicago Bears roster. If you have an undrafted rookie that's been able to put up those same type of numbers again, albeit on a much on a bad defense, a defense that has not been solid throughout most of the season, but I still do think he deserves an opportunity to hold on to that starting linebacker position this upcoming offseason. You guys let me know what you think about it down below. Do you think Jack Sanborn should get an opportunity to hold on to that? Or if you're the Chicago Bears considering all the improvements that this team needs on both sides of the ball. If you do find a better linebacker out there that you may have to pay more money to, do you replace Jack Sanborn and let Jack Sanborn kind of come off the bench and see what he can do that way? Let me know what you guys think of all that down below. Now, one of the more scary injuries that the Chicago Bears had last uh, game on Sunday was Tevin Jenkins and that neck injury. Well, it looks like he may have avoided Jenkins. Uh, Tevin Jenkins may have avoided it being a severe injury, even though it looked Pretty bad. He's already been back at the Bears uh, facility. Uh, he's going to go uh, out for further evaluation. But at this time right now, all things are looking good. And it's listed right now that he's going to be a game time decision on Sunday. So Tevin Jenkins possibly has avoided a major injury, which and an injury that it just it looked nasty. I can't even lie to you. It looked bad. But hey, that's why it's not always how it looks. Sometimes injuries can, uh, can look way worse than what they actually end up being. And Tevin Jenkins, to me, 
has been one of our most, if not the most consistent linemen that we've had on the offensive end. I said it before, I've done a complete 180 on Tevin Jenkins. I came into the season, not really, didn't really care if the Bears did move on from him. I did say, like, I would like to see him have an opportunity to develop here, but I wasn't as high on him. Now, I think Tevin Jenkins has much so earned that starting uh, position on the offensive line, and while they make other improvements around him, I, I love what Tevin Jenkins has turned into and rounded out to for this Bears team, and this is coming into a season that had a lot of kind of questions and turmoil around it initially. So shout out to Tevin Jenkins for doing that, and prayers up to him, the fact that he was able uh, or, or avoided having a major injury. So we love to see it when it comes to Tevin Jenkins. Now, the next piece that we want to talk about is Justin Fields, and him saying that he finds it easier to find receivers open downfield, and it's easier for him to go against zone coverages. And he says this, I think it happens more in zone coverage where they have eyes towards me. Defenses that play man-to-man, -man, they're pretty much going to stick to their defender unless they hear the crowd yell or something, and that means that I'm scrambling or somebody else has got the ball. But zone coverages where you know you have eyes on me or might lose a receiver or something like that, they open the opportunity for keeping my eyes downfield and finding someone down there. Now, Justin Fields is going to face one of the best, uh, a, a, a stifling defense against Buffalo. But we, one thing that we've said coming into the season that has been proven is that Justin Fields, his development as a playmaker, his development as showing that he is the franchise quarterback here has been one of the best things to see for the Chicago Bears season thus far. And we've gotten to see that in witnesses. And I do think that as much as we've seen Justin Fields grow as a playmaker, grow as an excite, uh, exciting player in this NFL, as a as a pocket passer, he's that is what hopefully the growth is going to come next season. This is kind of laying the groundwork to just prove Hey, Justin Fields is a gamer. He's here to play. With improvements to that offensive line, providing him more time to read those coverages and to go downfield, uh, uh, another year of chemistry with Darnell Mooney, get Chase Claypool in there as well, I do think that we are going to see Justin Fields take another leap as a passer heading into next season. And him just recognizing that and talking about him, how, how zone defenses and how he's finding it easier to go downfield on those defenses, I think points to the direction of, a quarterback that still has room and is still going to do considerable growing here for the Chicago Bears. And you love to see it. Like the second year quarterback that Justin Fields is and what he's turned into, it's just, it's been great to see. And it's been, it's been so long since we had this type of optimism, even with a team all bay, be it with only three wins, it's still a lot of optimism, rightfully so, surrounding this team by their performance. And a lot of that comes around what Justin Fields is able to do, the magic that he's able to work as, as a quarterback and the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears, the franchise quarterback for the Chicago Bears. So anything that comes out with him, just being more aware, I'm going to love to see it. But this brings me to my next question. One of the things that we've, I, I, I'll, I'll, let me hold myself accountable. Right? I don't want to say for anybody else that I've almost taken for granted is that Ryan Poles is going to add weapons to this team for the offense, for the defense, that he is just, through the draft, with all the money that we have in free agency, that we're going to get some really good free agents and draft picks in here. Again, we just talked about, to open the show, an undrafted rookie that, that Ryan Poles went out and got. So the, th the question remains in this for me, is what caliber of free agents? We can talk about draft. Draft is kind of what it is. You got to trust that your, your front office is doing their research, they're doing their scouting, and they're going to draft the correct players that are going to turn into something for this team. When it comes to free agents, it's a little bit different. Yes, the Bears have the most money to offer in free agency by far. I think they have about $30 million more than, in, than the next team closest to them with cap space. 
But the thing, the fact of the matter is this: this Bears team still has a quarterback, while hugely exciting, and a running running game that has been the best running game in the NFL, even be it with a weaker offensive line. But what type of free agents are we really going to be able to attract here in Chicago? And that's the biggest question, right? Is it going to be just the money? Is it going to be just matching or being able to offer people more money than anyone else? You kind of still want to be responsible in your spending. You don't want to just bet the farm, right, on, on, on a couple of positions. While the Bears do have a lot over $100 million in cap space, they have a lot of position p- potential positions to fill when you look at that interior defensive line, when you look at the linebacker core, when you look at the, the, the offensive line, when you look at maybe adding some more receivers to this. Everything can't be done in the draft. Everything can't be done in free agency. They have to be, even though they have the most money to offer, you still want them to be smart with that money. So the question that I want to throw to you guys is this. Do you think the Bears are going to be able to attract marquee free agents off the strength of the cap space and Justin Fields alone? Or do you think that even more so the top tier free agents that the Bears may have some trouble convincing to come here beat? We're a team with only three wins. Probably finish the, the season with maybe maybe we get another win in there. Will we have trouble attracting those free agents that may be wanting to go to more surefire destinations where they know they're going to be able to compete maybe to get to a Super Bowl? What that That's kind of the biggest question surrounding it. And a question that I can admit, I haven't spent a lot of time up until this point thinking about. I've just constantly thought about, hey, we got a ton of free agents. We got a ton of money to spend in free agency. We have a great quarterback that is still showing development. But again, that is an exciting quarterback in this NFL. So you have to look at that and say, all right, are we going to be able to track that? One of the players that I hope that they're able to track is offensive lineman Elton Jenkins from the Green Bay Packers. I need him here. I hope that he's able to do that. We'll see, right? We'll see if he's able to do this. He's returning from an ACL injury. He's played pretty well, but at the end of the day, it's this, right? Is like, Will that player want to come here, or will he want to go to another team that maybe has, has a surefire thing? One of the linebackers I would love the Bears to be interested in is Levante David with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, this isn't like my free agent target list will get into that closer to the end of the season, but I just wonder, free agents of that status and of that marquee, are they going to be interested in coming to the Chicago Bears considering we just haven't been a team that's won? We've been a team that has shown some flashes, that has shown an exciting offense, that's shown a defense that looks better than to be expected in certain games. Are we going to be able to attract those? And is the money enough going to be able to do that? Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. Do you think the Bears are going to be able to attract the marquee free agents in the NFL in this upcoming offseason? All right, before we go, we're going to talk about the Bears. They open up against uh, the Bills as eight and a half point underdogs. Now, this is better than last week. I think we were nine and a half point underdogs last week. So we go into that with this. Um, and here's what I say the Bears have been underdogs 12 times this season. More times than not, we've been underdogs. And while we all know that the wins may not come, this season isn't going to be dictated by wins. We're not expected to get a lot of wins from here to the end of the season, but we want this team to look formidable. We want this team to look competent. We want this team to look like they're still a team learning to put it together. And with what Justin Fields did last week against the Eagles with no weapons, right? With none for the most part, I I still think we're going to have a pretty good chance to, to definitely close in on that. I think if you want to bet the over or the under on that, I think the, I think the Bears are going to cover that spread. Again, this isn't a betting show at all. We don't want to get into that heavily or things like that. But again, it's going to be a t- another tall test for the Chicago Bears, and they need to keep Justin Fields as upright as they can. He's probably going to get to fifty sat, being sacked 50 times on the season. I think he sits at 46 right now. We need to protect our quarterback. We need to see that continued growth and development from him. And you have a lot of Bears fans that are echoing more of the sentiments that I've been stating 
on, I wouldn't mind to see Justin Fields sit. But it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I understand it. It is what it is. As we continue marching to getting one of those top three picks, um, I still think we're going to, I think we're, I think we're, I don't want to, we're not safe, right? We're not in the safe zone. I would have felt better if the line, if the uh, Rams had got a win. But I do think that the Bears are going to have a top three pick. Let's hope they can hold on to that number two pick. And I can't wait to see what we do in the offseason with this team. Let me know what you guys think of everything down below. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central, gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so is 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I liked in every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.